Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. It's Friday. It's Friday, which, of course, first of all, Friday means Sunday's coming. It does. And want to just invite everybody to come down here to Tampa. Hey, particularly maybe maybe you've been in Tampa all week for uh, for these lectures going on at Florida College. You know, a lot of our listeners yeah. uh, will take advantage of that. Stick around. Or stick around. Come over to Livingston Sunday. Yeah, We'd love I'm, to see you. I, again, saying this somewhat in faith, but if I'm looking at the calendar correctly, you should be wrapping up a series on the devil you don't know. The devil you don't know. That's you know right, what? I just three. want to put a plug on that. I mean, even, yeah. even if something else ends up happening this Sunday, I know you're going to get that. Yeah. I want to encourage everybody, go to christiansmeethere.org into the sermon page find the series on the devil you don't know uh andrew did one lesson on the devil who lies Mm -hmm. and he's already done a lesson on the flesh which listens Mm -hmm. and this sunday the plan is yeah we're going to be talking about the world that normalizes yeah yeah so and it's it's just a outstanding look at how our enemy is working and even some preparation and some way for us to fight the battle back. So I, I've really appreciated it. It's, I mean, you, you do a fantastic job all the time, but I think this series is like right up there at the top of, of, of the work you've done here with us. I'm, oh, I'm man, really, I appreciate it's been that. very helpful. Thank very you. Helpful. Thank you. And I'm looking forward to it. Looking all forward right, to it. All right. But the today. Other, the other thing about Fridays is Good Friday. We find Jesus in the Psalms. We try to find Jesus in the Psalm on Friday. And here we go in Psalm 76. I'm going to read from the Robert Alter version, and here we have for the lead player with stringed instruments, an Asaph psalm, a song. God becomes known in Judah. In Israel, his name is great, and in Salem was set his pavilion, his dwelling in Zion. There did he shatter the bow's fiery shafts, the shield and the sword and the battle. Refulgent you were, Mightier than the mountains of prey, the stout-hearted were despoiled. They fell into a trance, and all the men of valor could not lift a hand. By your roar, O God of Jacob, chariot and horse were stunned. You, O fearsome, are you, and who can stand before you in the strength of your wrath? From the heavens you made judgment heard. The earth was afraid and fell silent. When God rose up for the judgment to rescue all the lowly of the earth, even human fury acclaims you when you gird on all furies remains." Make vows and fulfill them to the Lord your God. All round him bring tribute to the fearsome one. He plucks the life breath of princes. He is fearsome to the kings of the earth. So what did your verse, was it verse six? How did he translate verse six? Um, well, of course, you know what? He numbers them differently. So oh, which, okay. which one are I'm you sorry. looking at here? Well, I, cause he, he, he uses, <laughs> I'm the, looking he at uses verse six. <laughs> he's using the heading as verse one. Oh, so, okay. so his, so what you well, have is verse six. I think he would probably have a seven, maybe. Then? So, uh, what is your, what, tell me which one you're reading at your rebuke. Oh God yeah. of Jacob. So here by your roar, by your roar. Yeah. That stood out to me also. That is really something. Especially um, considering what I wanted to talk about today. Well, I know. I, I think I might. I have picked up a little bit more where you're going, uh, because in, in several of the ones I read, it talked about a rebuke, which of course is a a harsh word of God, a perhaps a shout. Maybe he raises his voice when he rebukes, yeah. 
But roar, now that's a whole nother word picture, isn't it? Yeah, so it? when you hear roar, what, 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 why is that standing out to you? Well, when I hear roar, I think about, you know, I think about the king of the jungle. I think about lions are the ones that roar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I just got to tell you, that's where I find Jesus in this psalm. But okay. I think I, it's harder for us to find it in our English translations. Mm-hmm. And so I got to make a little bit of a case. So before I do that, though, I will say that as we've gone through our conversations this week, there's another thing that stood out to me. So I want to hit this one first because I think this one's bigger. And then Th- this one would have been mine. You, oh, <laughs> you want to say it? You want to? No, I, I just, I, you know, when, when we are introduced to this psalm. Yeah. By saying, in Judah, God is known. His name is great in Israel. Yeah. And king on this idea that we've talked about off and on all week, the revelation of God. Yeah. How God chooses to make himself known, and we would not know God unless he chooses to do this. Yeah. And it puts me in mind, of course, of of Jesus, who is this ultimate revelation of the knowledge of God, how yeah. he chooses to make himself known. There's a couple of New Testament passages that come to mind about how he has made himself self-known in Christ. And so I think about John 1 and verse 14, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and Mm -hmm. truth. Yeah. Um, That Jesus is then this tabernacling of God among men in the flesh, in grace and truth. But really, even before that, I was thinking of Hebrews 1. Well, so while, you, while you're yeah. in John, well, yeah, I'm thinking ahead. about John 14 also. Yeah, okay. Where I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And they're like, well, show us the Father. And he says, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Seen the Father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, in Hebrews, yeah, I was also, it, when, yeah, as you brought Hebrews, this up, I was thinking about sure. that passage too. What's yeah, it so it, God, Hebrews 1 verse 1, God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he's appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds. And so here it, it contemplates those times when God was revealing himself in part by prophets, by psalmists an Asaph, a David. But this final and ultimate revelation is the Son, is Jesus Christ. And so if we want to know God, we know Jesus. And we we don't ever, uh, how do I say this? We don't ever not know God by knowing Jesus. We know God when we know Jesus. So go back to John 1 there, where you were a second ago. I can't remember how far you actually read. Oh, I just read the one verse. Yeah, Yeah. so, you know, we have in John 1, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God, and that's as far as I've got memorized. What what does he go on to say Yeah, that's right. In the beginning, and the Word was God, verse 2, he was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The life was what? The light of men. You mean like radiant resplendent, I, alters word refulgent. I, I have to tell you, that's the first time I've ever heard that word. Yeah, I hope you uh, said that right. I hope I did too. <laughs> uh, bright. Yeah. Like, hmm. Glorious. Does, Psalm 76. We've got the God who is known and the God who is shining, shining bright light. Bright. Yes. Here, here we're, I mean, it's, there's, there's yeah, Jesus. There's Jesus. There's Jesus. And so, uh, yeah, these, but, these conversations uh, are not scripted, but it's not like we don't say things before the mics are on. So I'm yeah. sorry, I, I wasn't trying to steal what you were going to say. But no, I just I felt okay. like that one was a little bit more to the point and obvious. And the, yes. the thing that I want to share... I'm the low-hanging fruit guy. I no said, problem. <laughs> that, that is not what I meant. That is no, no, not what no, I no. meant. Please, please. Please, uh, tell us the Hebrew. <laughs> 
Sure, because I read a commentary that told me this. Okay, no, that's <laughs> good. No, I, I like. Uh, we've read all of these different translations. I had not heard "roar." Yeah. Until we read the altar in Psalm seventy-six and verse. Yes, 10. absolutely. Okay, but now here's the thing. There's actually a picture presented here, but it doesn't come across in eight. some of our English Let's translations. It doesn't come across in some of our English translations as much, especially here in verse 2. So the ESV in verse 2 said, His abode has been established in Salem, his dwelling place in Zion. Tabernacle or tent came up in the yeah. NIV and yeah. the New King James. Yeah. Okay, so now here's the thing. So where the ESV has his abode, that same word is found in Jeremiah 25, 38, but there it is. Like a lion, he has left his lair. Ooh, the lair. Yeah. Now, if it were just that one, I wouldn't... Okay, yeah, words can be translated various things. Well, Psalm 104, verse 21 through 22, actually uses the same word as dwelling place. But here it is. The young lions roar for their prey, seeking their food from God. When the sun rises, they steal away and lie down in their dens. Mm -hmm. And that's the same word as dwelling place. Mm -hmm. So here we have these words. And yes, it is true. I mean, there's a reason why all these translations have, have made it just the dwelling place and abode. It can be that. But actually, these words are used quite frequently throughout the Old Testament to refer to animal dens, to lion yeah. dens and layers. And then... Like, you know, we tie that into what comes in verse four, glorious are you, more majestic than the mountains full of prey. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, wait a minute. That we, we when we talked about that verse the other day, we realized that was just an odd turn of phrase and we we recognized how that really kinda what a, what a great reversal of the picture when we're looking out at an Assyrian army. But still it is weird for him to talk about mountains full of prey unless Unless in the previous verses, we actually had a lion in the yeah, mountain. in the li a layer. Here is yeah. the lion who is now looking out on the mountain full of prey, and he is more glorious than that. Yeah. So, by the way, the same word for prey is used in, that, uh, in the Psalm 104 as in Psalm 76. Now, the Robert Alter thing about the roar drives that home even more. Mm -hmm. And so here what we have is the God who is known, who shines brightly, is a lion ensconced in Jerusalem, who has his lair, his den in Jerusalem, and he's going to go forth to the mountain judging. where yeah, it's he's, full of prey. Where it's full of prey. He's going to judge the enemies. He's going to defeat the enemies. All right. Well... I remember back this in Genesis chapter 49. It's very, very Aslan, isn't it? Yeah, well, it is. It is. <laughs> Genesis chapter 49, Jacob blesses his son Judah, and here's what he says about him. Judah is a lion's cub from the prey, my son, you have gone up. He stooped down. He crouched as a lion and as a lioness. Who dares rouse him? The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet until tribute comes to him and to him shall be the obedience of the peoples. So in Psalm 76 and verse 9, when it talks about the anger of the Lord, mm -hmm. the ESV talks about when his anger is aroused. That's the same word that's used here when it talks about him rousing, being roused uh, against so the lion, the lion stirred being, up. Yeah, he's yeah. stirred up. So th this is, okay, all of this picture. But keep in mind, so we've got this connection of the Lion of Judah and the scepter in Judah, the king coming from Judah. Well, who is that? Yeah, that's Jesus. That's Jesus. Yeah. That's straight he up is Jesus. the lion of the tribe We've of got Judah. the lion of the tribe of Judah. And of course, I mean, you know this, that's exactly the imagery that gets used in Revelation chapter 5 and verse 5. Weep no more. 
the elder tells John, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David has conquered so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. Yeah. And this is the thing. And we talked about Psalm two yesterday where they're supposed to go kiss the sun. The Kings are supposed mm-hmm. to go kiss the sun, give their homage to the sun. This is, this is the King. He is the lion that is in Jerusalem who is going to break forth. And he is more glorious, more resplendent than all the enemies. And of course, more so than our great enemy. Yeah. The enemy our of great death. enemy. Yes. And, and the enemy of Satan and sin and temptation, he is more victorious and any who fight against him will be judged. Yes. And, and that's, listen, that's our King. He is, that is. And so he is to be feared. He is. We need to fear Christ. And we get both sides of that. If you're Mm going to be in the army, if you're, if you're going to be in the army, that's trying to climb that mountain to defeat him, to conquer him in his lair, in his den, you're just a mountain of prey. Yeah. And, and, and you need to have terror. But if you will come and kiss the sun, you don't have to fear him like that. You can have the awe, the reverence, the the worship that recognizes him as the light of life, mm-hmm. as the way, the truth, and the life. That's our Jesus. That's our King. And we find him right here in Psalm 76. Amen. We're so glad that you join us for Text Talk this week. Uh, I trust Psalm 76 has encouraged you and blessed you. I know it has me. Let's have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you that we might be able to study your word. Thank you, Father, that we see how Christ is woven throughout these Old Testament scriptures and and come to bear certainly in these different uh, passive verbs speaking about Yahweh, and truly they're applicable to Christ as well. And we pray, Father, that we might always be the one to, to heed Christ. Father, to know you and to see the glory that is there in you. Father, that we would fear and tremble before you and give you our lives in trust for your deliverance and victory as you consume all your prey, our enemies, for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. Mm -hmm. Judah is a lion's club.